0: A pero más
1: And I tell you guys right now, am I gonna say this every episode? I just can't help myself I mean, after hearing we, we this we damn song. We might have song. to.
0: We might have to, bro. I
1: think we got to. I gotta like acknowledge that song every damn time that you put that song on. A testosterone just goes up. I'm telling you, your testosterone just-, just yells. Ah, come on, baby. <laughs> That's what it does every single time. I gotta get like yeah, weights man. beside me. I can just lift some weights.
0: Yeah, that'll get uh, that'll like even us out. By the time the the intro's over, we're like, okay, I'm calm. I'm ready you know, to go.
1: I wouldn't be talking about it, you know what I'm saying? I'll, talk, I'll focus on the show and not the damn song. But everybody, what is going on? Welcome to the one, the only designated spitters, guys. We are ready to talk today. We got some conversations ready to rock and roll. Of course, Francis Lee. You know, Francis, by the way, I got to tell you this. Talk to me. It's pretty funny because no matter what happened in yesterday's game in the Caribbean series, you could have wore the, the hat.
0: I would have been good. Either way, right? <laughs> that would have been good. Either way, I, you know, it's funny, bro. I, I'm one of those people. Like those games are so tough for me because I, I don't, I never know which way to go. Almost, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, my mom Puerto Rican, my dad Dominican. Eh. It's tough, man. It's tough. I but mean, you guys, the you guys is, did a hell of a job calling. Like you're that
1: saying, one. You saying you, are always getting a W, so it doesn't matter,
0: really. It's true. It's true. You just
1: apologize, like, mom, look, I'm sorry.
0: Hey, you know what it is? I know. No, man. Yesterday, I got to say though, like. People probably won't like it. My Puerto Rican side. But I was kind of pulling for DR just after the WBC game. They needed that get back. That was you. tough. That WBC game was tough. Yeah. So they yeah. needed no that one. You know, they needed that one.
1: No doubt about it. But guys, let's get right into the show today, man. Look, we want to we wanna hear from you all because, um, you know, we have a pretty open conversation today when it comes to the New York Yankees. The first question that we are going to ask you all, and also me and Francis will discuss is as it stands right now, forget about any other move being made. Nothing like that at all happening. Are the New York Yankees a World Series caliber team? Not a playoff contender, a World Series caliber team. That is what we want to ask you all. And look, I'm going to steal something from Kev. I like that he does this. It's pretty fun. Put a 1 if you think they are, a 2 if you do not think they are, or hell, a yes or a no doesn't really matter. So, you guys, I see a lot of no's already. That's what I'm saying I that. saw
0: those no's coming but, in.
1: <laughs> Lord have mercy. Can anybody, anybody with a yes? Shit. Cashman, I hope you're watching. I hope you're uh, watching. Oh, we got one yes. Carlos Rivera is maybe the outlier here. Old Sarge says yes.
0: I see a Cle- uh, Monroe with a one in there, too.
1: Got to co- cut ground and pound. He said three.
0: Old ground Sarge and pound hush.
1: believes three. Okay. Ground and oh. Pound believes three. All he right. believes oh, yeah. three,
0: three a couple times there too. I don't three know. a couple of times now. All right. All right,
1: But no, um. Look, man, I'll, I'll immediately just say I just feel like too much has to go right, right mm-hmm. now, for yeah. the New York Yankees to 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 enter the season and go. Yes, they're a World Series caliber team. Now, I, I guess in a question like this, you gotta kind of say to yourself. Does everything go right, or what are we basing it off of? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or are we just basing it off of the looking at the roster because I look at the roster it could be it could be very good, but then I also look at the roster and go, I don't think so
0: exactly, and so
1: i'll I'll be a no right now I'll uh, be a no at this moment.
0: I have to agree with you, my brother, honestly. It hurts, bro, because I, with an off-season that started with Juan Soto, and as you're there December wearing— December 6th, I'll never forget it. Listen, you're there. You're wearing the, the best Soto hat in the freaking business right now, guys. If you haven't got one yet, you know where to go. You know where to find it. You need Come to have on. a
1: nice cigar with this, though. I'm telling yeah. you. I don't know. Yeah. I just keep thinking about damn cigars.
0: Pete, Pete was telling me, you put that hat on, you just need, a, you need to put on one of the Guayaveras with a yes. cigar, just yeah. be on a beach somewhere. And I can oh. see it. But oh. I feel like it's it's hard for me to say say no, right? just thinking that this offseason started with the acquisition of Juan Soto and oh man and i mean that that kind of you know got us all you know pretty worked up just right from jump and that's Hell i mean yeah. to be here in february and now think yeah you know somehow some way we don't feel like we have a world series contending roster even mm. even after an offseason that started with Juan Soto doesn't it it seems like what we Said at the beginning is it came true right before us. I remember Pete saying, "You almost have to try to mess this off season up."
1: Yeah, the way it was going. Yeah, the way it was looking. Yeah, man, no
0: doubt about it. I think that's where we're at. I'm, I'm with you, man. I think uh, they tried and and they succeeded to somehow, some way, kind of mess up. And I get, I think me and Pete are saying the same thing. Like it's mm. as currently constructed, right? We're not saying yes. that there's nothing they can do between now and opening day. Mm-hmm. But as we're going to talk about that. We're going to yeah. talk about that too. As currently constructed, no, I, I don't. I don't feel comfortable saying that they're World Series favorites, guys. I wish yeah. I could, but I, I'm not. We're not hitting a lot of you guys. Come on.
1: Yeah, uh, we got a couple of super chats. Big sexy Yankee says the Yankees traded for Freddie Peralta now. Who he likes the Yankees traded for Freddie Peralta. And then mm. Rara, we appreciate you, my guy. Um, I'll just put it like this, right? If everything went well, like if somebody were to tell me, but Carlos Rodon makes 25 starts. Um, mm-hmm. he looks good. He looks strong. Marcus mm-hmm. Stroman is more of the Marcus Stroman we saw the first half of last year. You kind of sit back then and go, Well, I mean, they probably got a really good chance then of of being a team that could contend for the World Series.
0: Yeah. But without
1: knowing that and knowing that there's still so many red flags. Now, I don't want people to to hear this and be like, oh, you guys don't think they had a good offseason. No, 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 no. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna we're gonna talk yeah. about, you know, how we grade Brian Cashman's performance so far in Hal Steinbrenner. We're going to talk about that too. But the other question now comes together is, are they done? Is this off season? Is this it? Are the New York Yankees completely finished? They got Soto. They got Verdugo. They got Trent Grisham. They got Marcus Stroman. They bring Luke Weaver in. Yeah, there's some other smaller um, relief pitching moves. Is that it for the New York Yankees? Is that all they do? We've seen Keenan Middleton, Fell mm-hmm. off the board, Wandi Peralta, um, Shintaro Fujinami. All the relief pitches we thought we could have a chance at are yeah. now all gone. Phil Maton, these guys felt, are off the board.
0: Felt like literally since we last spoke.
1: Correct, yeah. I all mean, I the think the only, week, thing, the only thing
0: was what? Wandi had just fallen off the board, but then this week yeah. was the last three you mentioned, Fujinami, Keenan King, King Middleton. Yeah. Uh, yeah, It's it kind of all moved in a hurry. And then Phil Maton, Maton.
1: So do you think, I mean, is there is there another move out there that the Yankees make? Or are you just sitting back going, nah, they, honestly, Ugh. they're probably done. This is probably going to be it for them.
0: Yeah, it's like, I'm like, damn, these, these are the first two things we start, right, jumping off the pot. I'm just like, damn, I am ne- I feel like I'm negative. But it's like, it's hard, it, I can't lie. Like, I don't want to lie to people. It's like, me personally, do I feel like they make another move? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I feel like... I feel like the Yankees look at where they currently stack up on paper, and I think that they probably believe that they haven't have enough to at least get to the deadline and be more than competitive. Yeah. Do I think, you know, that that they envision what they have on paper now in February as what eventually they're penciling in in October? No, I do I'm think worried. that Cashman probably says, "Hey, look, right now we're not gonna we're not gonna make any knee jerk reaction moves or whatever." Let's go into the season. Let's see how some guys perform. Let's see how the roster shakes out. Mm. And at the deadline, if we need to add another, you know, 10, 15 million, you know, but prorated halfway through the season, we go and do that, right? A lot right. of people, you know, forget that, Yeah, you know, there's, there's still really big pieces out there that that were said to possibly be available via trade and stuff, and we never saw that materialize. That could just be because their markets won't really take shape until the deadline. Maybe – Cashman awesome. and Code think that those are the moves that make more sense for them. I tend to disagree. I feel like there there are things that they could do right now right. to make me feel, you know, me as a fan and if I was even, you know, a member of the team, feel more secure about our chances, but I don't I don't think so, bro. I think I think they're they're right about done.
1: Yeah. You know, you, you gotta feel that way. The only thing I'll say this: I think if they're, I don't think they're going to go out there and spend money on any other relievers. I'll be honest with you. If you ask me right now, I don't even know who the hell is out there at the moment. Like to to add, I, I mean, at this point, you might as well just stay with what you got. I will say this: this man right here, and I still believe it is a possibility. Call me naive. Call me a stupid Yankee fan. Call me whatever you want. The only reason why. I'm going to say I believe if the Yankees add anybody, it will be Blake Snell is because we know they have legitimate interest. Now, whether you want to say, well, Pete, that was pre-Marcus Stroman. It wasn't after Mark. It was pre-Marcus Stroman. Yes, but here's the thing. It still means that all of the New York Yankees people their baseball people, their nerd department, everybody, including Hal Steinbrenner, the boss, all agreed that we will go over and sign this guy. That's something that we feel we should do. I believe now it's getting to the point. It's getting, as as Macho Man Randy Savage said, it's getting to the boiling point, Mm. right?
0: Yes, it is. These
1: guys don't got a team to play for. And I say these guys, cause there's one agent who's basically sitting out there going, Whoa, where are these guys gonna play? Yeah. I feel like at some point a guy like Snell is gonna have to step is gonna have to s- kind of step away from Boris and go, Hey, look, this has not turned out the way we wanted it to. I wanna win. Let's try to work out something where the AAV for this year is good and then maybe there's an opt out and I get back at it next year. It's still <laughs> risky because he's coming off of Asai Young. I get it. Yeah. But what's out there? People are saying, oh, somebody's gonna give 270. Who?
0: I mean, where where I where people think that a team is gonna just find 270 million in February that they didn't have on the books in December or January is is beyond me. But I think we're we're both in agreement that there's that that, I don't think I said in the chat, you agree. We yesterday we was calling the game. I don't see him getting anywhere near 200 at this point. I'm not saying like for the rest of his career, because who the hell can, you know, freaking guess that right now. I'm right. saying that for the 2024 season, I feel like the contract that he ultimately signs to get on a team for this next coming season doesn't reach 200 million just because of where we are in free agency. Yes. I'm not, I think it's very, li- it's very likely that he signs something like Carlos Correa did, right? Where Correa hmm. said, all right, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit out here and not play nowhere. I know right. that I'm worth money. I know what I feel I'm worth. It's not out there for whatever reason. I'm having this issue with the physicals. I mean, Blake Snell, it's it's funny because him and Correa have a lot in common when you think about it, it's like really great players hitting free agency at a more more or less decent time, but you know, injuries and some you know, really big gray clouds mm. over their free agency have kind of got them in this I mean, there's no other way to put it. They're kind of you're kind of in no man's land because Correct. You're really good but I mean, especially for Blake's now for a pitcher, February 4th, you don't have a team. Pitchers and catchers report in 10 days. 10 days, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like you might, like, you might have to move, you know, your family move to like that's a lot. There's a lot that goes in into 10 it. 10 days. And then, yeah, no pitcher. I mean, there I don't know how much you know we can beat a dead horse here. I, I probably have said it a million times, but I used to pitch, so I just it's my thing. No pitcher wants to be starting the season behind the eight ball. Like, right. oh, I started, but you know, I had to. Sh- I showed up a week late. You know, I f- I showed up a, right. week- a week after the other pitchers did. Like, and then I had to. Ca- I was playing catch up. You know, all spring and then no, because that's how you get hurt when you're trying to ramp up and cat- get up to where Garrett's at or whatever. Because you showed up late. That that doesn't work like that. Yeah. So as a pitcher, it's like him and Monty. I think this next week that we're going oh, yeah. in. This week is crazy important.
1: It is. I mean what have, what have you we got, heard? You gotta believe that something has to come from one of these guys. And look, I, I also the other thing too about Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery, you've never heard anything negative about these guys off the field. You never heard Love anything really stuff. negative about them with yep. their clubs. That's you know, um Aaron Judge is is a is is a close friend of Blake Snell. Hell, uh Garrett Cole has basically openly said, Oh, thank you for sitting me next to this guy. And you know, I'm trying to yeah. You know, trying to see what I can do over here. <laughs> I mean, they've they've kind of come out and 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 expressed that, hey, look, we are interested. It's just that the money isn't there. They counted the Yankees offered whether it was five years, six years, whatever it was, $150 million. And they recounted, like, hey, look, now we want 270 And if I was Hal Steiburner too, I would have said, Yeah, kick fucking rocks. Are oh, you out your mind? What do you got? For what are you guys reason. losing it over there? Let me hang this. I'm wow. hanging this phone up. Because now if it's me. If they came back to me as like, hey, look, we want to take the 150 D I bag, that's gone.
0: That's I would honestly be,
1: hey, look, man, that 150 is off the table. But if you wanna, you know, do you wanna can we, you know, let let's figure something out. We still have interest. Let us let's have this conversation. Let's maybe get you back out on the market if that's you know what you want. We're we're open to doing that. Mm-hmm. Because let, let's get real here for a second. We we can be overly optimistic and we could say a lot could go right with the Yankee rotation. They got better depth than they've had in years. I think we can all agree to that. They got yeah. some young studs on the way up that hopefully can, can do well. But everybody and their mother right here would be happier if you're going Cole, Snell, Rodon, Stroman, and then whoever oh. you want is your number five. Oh, Everybody's yeah. entering the year because, Francis, if they do that, does that change your opinion on if this is a
0: World Series caliber team or not? Oh, 100%. For me 100%. If they, if they add if they add Blake Snell to the rotation, that changes my opinion on World Series contender. Some people might say, I mean, but why would Blake I mean Blake Snell? You don't know if what if he doesn't hold up or whatever. I'm talking on paper. You're adding that's all you can do right now, it's on paper. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Pete, you're 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 telling me that I'm going into the season with both Cy Young winners from the previous year as yeah. my one and two and I have Carlos Rodon who's Marcus Stroman. <laughs> trying to bounce back. And right. I have Marcus Stroman who's trying to prove himself once yeah. again to New York. He finally got to the New York team that he wanted to be at all along. Like Yeah, yeah bro, I'm rolling because right now the lineup isn't my worry. Like bro, I was listening to Dane uh, well, I was listening, you know, Dane did a podcast recently and I was listening to Dane talk about, you know, just some of, the, you know, just some of the prospects that we can like possibly see this year and yeah. thinking about the offense as it is already and then when Jason Dominguez comes back and how Spencer Jones can eventually is going to be, you know, probably a factor. It's like, bro, our offense, it, it's not just set. Like, no, it's supposed to be really freaking good this year. Yeah. And the bullpen, when you look at it on paper now, I saw some people maybe, you know, kind of shitting on it on Twitter or whatever. But the the picture that was floating around Twitter f- was left out a ton of names. I mean, De Los Santos wasn't even on there. There's, there's a lot of names of guys that we brought in that may not have a job or a solidified role today. Right but are expected to contribute at some point throughout the season and have plus stuff in their arsenal, like I don't know, like the bullpen is not is not what's really scaring me outside of you know Holmes in the ninth, but yeah, we can leave that for another day,
1: yeah and that, could, rotation, and that could always bro. change too you know exactly. I mean, oh, and
0: you're the, right. the one
1: thing the one thing you gotta give the Yankees credit for is that they have no matter how Boone uses it with the bullpen budget bullshit, which literally should just be kicked away. I mean, you talk about field goals, kick that the shit bu- for a fucking field goal and get it out of here. The button, but man. that, that's one of the, the, the major issues. It's not that the Yankees don't develop guys in their pen. They always seem to do it. They oh, always yeah. seem to manage and make that become a strength. You could look at it at the start of the year. And it's like, ah, it looks all right. And by, you know, may you're like, oh, we're fucking pretty damn good at that bullpen. I mean, but that's it's funny. it's the way it becomes utilized is the problem. The rest and, of the and year. And that has to do with Boone. And we can even get into Boone because I believe it's probably it's one of our topics, actually. We're going to get yeah. into that momentarily. Got a couple of Super Chats. Fast Eddie says the only way to win the World Series, oh, my God, is to re-sign Kiagawa. Okay. That'll get it done. I mean, no that doubt is, uh, about it, Fast Eddie. I mean, that's kind of out there. Out out the box a little bit but that's, hey. that's a
0: name i i didn't expect to hear today pete i don't know about you <laughs>
1: kiyagawa kiyagawa big sexy okay. yankee says you saw michael k penciling jones in left field dominguez in center field the judge in right field for 2025 ignoring soto because he's been hating on Soto since day one of the trade Michael K., I think, is getting a little older. Honestly, I, I don't know how else to answer this. I really don't. And look, <laughs> I'll say what I say about Michael K. all the time. Oh, Michael K. is one of the better announcers out there. He's one of the better play-by-play guys out there. But when mm-hmm. I hear him talking, I'll be honest, which I don't always watch it, but when I see the clips, I'll put it on every now and then. His opinion outside of calling a game I don't take into account at all. I really don't. I I think it's. I I think it's. It's sometimes I really believe it's to get people to listen, because Mm. I don't see how. The skip. Let let me just say this. Little skip Bayless going (laughs) on. Let me just skip. Come on, skip.
0: (laughs) Come on, Skip. skip. Let me just
1: say this real quick. When it comes to Juan Soto, the Yankees don't bring back Soto. Let's say he has a phenomenal year. If the Yankees lose Soto and he goes across to another club, I don't think you can have a more disgraceful, disgusting, pathetic moment in Yankee history. It'll go right up there. Because at this point, it's not a level playing field. He's played for you. He's got to see what it is to be a Yankee. You also got an exclusive negotiation window. Yeah. If you lose on that, and he moves on somewhere else. And you're penciling in Spencer Jones, who I love. Don't get me wrong. He's not Soto. You can't sit here and go, a prospect is the insurance. No, no. he's not. No. Stop that madness. I love the prospects. But stop that madness that we can walk away from this guy because, oh, we got Spencer Jones in double A. No, no. Just cut the shit. Stop no. it.
0: No, you're, you're, you're 100% spot on with that. We've been through this. At the end of the day, look at, look at everything that we've spoken about in recent weeks with, with Volpe, right? I think, I think we had a great segment on it just last episode where you don't want to set your prospects up for that kind of pressure when they come up. And as, essentially, you'd be doing the same thing that you did to Volpe all over again with Spencer Jones. If you said, well, one of the reasons why we felt comfortable letting Soto walk is because we, we, we believe in this kid Coming up now. You don't do that. You just don't do that. Because unless Spencer Jones comes up and is immediately producing what Juan Soto produced, it's not going to be received well. What's the chance of that happening? Zero. Because Juan Soto is a fucking unicorn. We've been through this. Like, Spencer Jones is an amazing prospect with an amazingly high freaking ceiling. But nobody's projecting him to be the next Juan Soto. Like... Juan Soto is a unicorn. The guy gets on base ever. Th- I mean, do you see what people do you are you guys looking at this? This is I mean, th- look, look at all the red. Look at all the red. This is worse than Corey Seeger's thing. This is ridiculous. I, yeah,
1: I literally I, I just put this on because I'm like, let me just show this real quick. Come on, guys. And how much, how much uh I believe I want to say Spencer Jones is gonna turn 23 this year. Juan Soto's 25.
0: Dane's in the chat. He could uh he could corroborate that for us. I'm not. pretty
1: sure. I want to say this year he's going to turn 23. I believe that's correct. Unless, of but course, Juan you Soto's... ask
0: Uncle Ted. <laughs>
1: 20... <laughs> Juan Soto is 25 friggin' years young, folks. This is unbelievable, man. I mean, just this, this conversation about this just absolutely drives me mad. But we do got a couple of Super Chats I want to get to. The one the only DJ Steelio says, what's up, Gringo Amigo and the Cafe Con Leche Man. Okay. (laughs) How are you guys doing? Speaking of tendies, uh, go to a farm and get a job to take care of chickens. Congratulations. You're now a chicken tender.
0: Okay. These damn Um, jokes,
1: man. You know, he has a book. I'm not joking. He really does. He showed me. Yeah, He He has a book. He has an actual book. Sincere765 says, health will determine how far they go. Very, very true. No question about that. And our guy Slim Lewis says, I have no no problem admitting I was wrong about Milwaukee slash Burns, but I think I'm right about the Yankees bullshitting their fans. They aren't all in. It's a tough thing to talk about because let's get to grading now. Let's talk about what we would grade the Yankees offseason. Yeah. You got to be very, very hard-pressed to not give it above a B. And I just got to be real. If you want to be a hard-nosed fan... I mm-hmm. I tend to think we are. Yeah. We kind of are demanding. I can't give it less than a B. Like, I, I still gotta say B plus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because listen to me, folks. I get it, man. I get it. The Yankees, you know, and and let's let's also be honest here. The Baltimore Orioles getting Corbin Burns kinda kinda put a little knife in our neck and was like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was good, yeah. but we got Corbin Burns, bro.
0: Like, it it, 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 calmed it, us, of, it calmed us down a little bit. It made
1: you think a little bit. You know
0: what I mean? It's like, it's like when you driving. This
1: was nice. This <laughs> you was know nice. He said, this was nice. It was like nice. It's you, like
0: when you're driving and you got the music bumping and you feel good and you just hit a pothole. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you just, like, yes. Corbin yeah, Burns neck goes down real exactly. quick like that. Yeah. <laughs> Corbin <laughs> Burns was the pothole. We was, he was the blasting music and then boom, it's like, hold on, <laughs> turn the music down. What? Corbin Burns is going where? Exactly. I mean, I was like this when I saw
1: <laughs> but i'll give it i'll give it a b plus look juan yeah. soto the yankees one of their biggest problems last year we know on base percentage batting yes. average yes juan soto jumps in immediately improves that um uh mm. alex verdugo improves that yes sir um, you you look at that lineup now and this team is much more balanced the biggest issue we had last year was what the fuck is this roster
0: like exactly. how do you
1: I always said it. I said, man, if I was Steinbrand, I would just pull the roster up, look at Cashman and go, bro, where's my money going? What is this?
0: I mean, you went through it, you went through it last night. And for those, for those who weren't listening, I think you guys did a great job. You and Kev when you you brought up some of the names that, that we were going into the season with. It's you know wild. Like, it's like so, Willie Calhoun and all these names. It's yeah. like this year. So for me it's a B. We're, we're not saying names like that, Pete.
1: Exactly. And it it, it is constructed better. The bench has guys that you can say, hey, man, you know, good. All right, let them get in there, whatever it is, what it is. They're constructed better. They've definitely improved the balance of the lineup. Mm -hmm. Yes, for me, if they add a starter. And I want everybody, I want to say something to defend myself here. I've never come off the fact that the Yankees need another starter. I've never come off that. It's not because it burns. So it's not me saying you got to react. No, 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 no. Go back to all the video. I've always said I want another starter. It shouldn't just be Weaver. I don't see as that because I still feel like he's a kind of a, a up and down guy. Pen yeah. start, pen start, whatever it is. Yeah. To me, I've always said it. They got Strowman, but get somebody else. Doesn't have to be Snout. Doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be Cease. It doesn't have to be one of these guys. Add somebody else who you could pencil in as a four or five and go, you know what? All right. Now, now I'm a little more comfortable with this club. Yeah, That's just my belief. If they do that, it's an A. It's an A.
0: Bro, we've been, I mean, episode one of DS this season, like one of the bigger topics we spoke about was like the moves that like we would do, right, coming into the new year. Mm-hmm. And both me and you both, we just spoke about pitching. It was just pitching, 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 pitching. Like we spoke about a possible trade for Bieber. You spoke about getting Cease, both, yeah. both of which are still, you know, they haven't Out been there. traded. Just yeah. not saying it's going to happen right now. I personally don't think Cease is getting moved until the deadline, but mm. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if if Bieber got moved at this point. It Wouldn't shock me. I'm just saying. Would it shock me that one of those guys go to Baltimore? But yeah, I mean, yeah. But what we've been saying this whole time is, it's pitching. It's the rotation. It's it's because at the end of the day, we know that to get through to get through a MLB season, one hundred and sixty-two games, and to be standing you know, at or near the top and to set yourself up for success going into the playoffs, you need about seven quality arms. Yeah. Seven quality starting pitchers. Not, and this is not a shot because I freaking love Luis Hill, but Luis Hill is not a guy that you can say, yeah, he's one of those seven. No. Like, we, we can't say that Luis Hill is one of those seven right now. Right now, you got Garrett Cole you got Carlos Rodon, you got Marcus Stroman, you got mm-hmm. Clark Schmidt, you got Nestor Cortez, right? But Schmidt and Cortez, I mean, I don't know, right? But that's five. That's five. Yeah. After that, you, got you just said, like, do we love Weaver in that spot? We yeah. like him as, like, a yeah. hybrid or whatever, but I don't want Weaver to necessarily have to be number six. I like him maybe number seven or eight mm-hmm. there. If you mm-hmm. got another f- frontline starter, if you got a Blake Snell... And pushed everybody I just named back a spot. All of a sudden, this is a freaking elite rotation. And I don't care that the, I don't, I worry less that the Orioles got burns. If you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause again, it's a nice, it's a great move for them. I'm super happy. For Baltimore Orioles fans, not name Dan Clark because that guy's annoying. But the rest of you, <laughs> congratulations I <ain't> a <laughs> <Orioles fan> anyway. <laughs> exactly, congratulations to the rest of you. This is a long-suffering fan base. They got a new owner and they made a huge blockbuster trade yeah, in the span man. of a week. So, and shouts out to them. You know, the other thing is too that, uh,
1: you know, I said this the other day. I said, look, for me, it's not being scared of the club. It's not nothing like that. For me, it's it's a good thing for Major League Baseball. That the Bo- Baltimore Orioles are going to be a team that is now, you look at it, you go, hey, damn. You know what happened the other day? The American League's got a little tougher. Everybody knew it was yep. already tough. It just got a little tougher, that's all. The birds kind of have their wings. Nobody's clipping it now. Nobody's saying <laughs> dial it back. They're flying. And the guess what? The birds got their
0: wings. I like they that got their,
1: <laughs> The fucking Yankees got to be the Yankees. It's why I got this right here. Mm. I watched that scene today. It choked me up Mm. because that's just who I am. I watched that scene. It chokes me up from the Lion King. Okay. I'm going to admit it right here, right now. Hal Steinbrenner needs to look outside the stadium. It got to get cloudy out there. And George got to look down and say, remember who you are, you you little fuck. (laughs) Remember who you are. Go spend daddy's money, you bitch. That's what he needs and needs to go. Then look. I'm not trying to be an I'm not trying to be an ass about Hal Steinberg. Hal Steinberg spend money. I see people giving the guy shit. What the fuck else do you want him to do? I'm being honest. three hundred and something million dollars? Really? What else do, Dane was just arguing with a guy on Twitter. But Hal Steinbrenner, what do you want him to do?
0: He spent over a billion dollars the last decade. I
1: like, don't want to stick up for this guy, but Jesus Christ, I mean, what else is he expected to do besides spend money that he has?
0: They, I feel like My gripe when fans do that is that they attack Hal for the wrong thing. Like, the the argument that Hal doesn't spend money is just lazy. Yep. What is the argument, Frank? tell us. The argument is, who you're letting spend that money without accountability. That's my gripe. Where's it at? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to sit up here. I've never heard Pete sit up here. I've never heard anybody on this channel, for that matter, sit up here and say, well, the Yankees don't spend money, and that's their issue. Now, there's been times... Where we, we've heard, you know, the rumblings about, oh, they don't want to make a trade because maybe they want to stay under the tax. And mm-hmm. thing. and we sit back and say, come on, come on now. You guys are the Yankees. Don't give me this shit about the tax or this bullshit. yeah But to sit there and say, no, the, the issue is that, you know, Hal's cheap. Hal is far from cheap. A billion dollars it, yeah. in a decade it, is nuts. The payroll this season is nuts, okay? Yeah. With the amount of money he's putting out there this season, he should already be able to say that he has a World Series contender. The problem is... You've been letting you been you've been letting Brian Cashman drive this shit for quite a long time yet. And it's been a while since he got you some results. And and you're not holding him accountable. And you're and I don't feel that you even hold his guy and Aaron Boone as accountable as you should. That's my issue. Leadership. Mm-hmm. You know? Who mm-hmm. who are you entrusting that money to? The money's being spent though. Let's let's drop that shit right yeah, now. Come all on to, now. The money's can't being spent. You can't say that. Come on. If you if you say that you
1: you put it you put it in the best way possible, it's a I'm lazy trying- argument. Yeah, it's it's like you just haven't been watching, and your exactly. way to go was to say, hey, man, you know, Hal's not—it's exactly. his fault. No. Nah, man. The argument on Hal Steinbrenner is who you've kept to run this club. Mike Fishman's still there. Brian Cashman's exactly. still there. Aaron Boone is still there, who we're going to yep. get into uh, any second here. Jesus King Chavez with the Super Chat. He says, we need Snell. He's the game changer. Let's go, Yankees. We appreciate that, my guy. But let's get into our Tweet of the Week and cover this. Francis sends me these, he (laughs) finds these, and this one is actually good. Uh, This is from at YanksFanForLife. I don't understand the Boone hate. He sticks up for his players, and he has been a good manager. Boone can't force the Yankees to hit and can't control what roster he is given. And if you say that he's not tough on his players, nobody knows how he is behind closed doors. Folks, Francis, if you don't mind, I'm going to let you start, but I just want to throw something in there. Really quickly, this guy who wrote this has no fucking clue about life. Zero, zero clue about how life works. But go ahead, Fred. I'll let you talk first.
0: Yeah, this this tweet I had to go, and this was a this was what they call a game time decision in the business, guys, because we had another tweet I was gonna go with, and you know, but this one just it stirred me. I gotta say, it stirred me because I read it, and it's just like. I don't know if he's watching too much Yes Network. I don't I don't know what's going on there. But
1: oh he's smoking a bit too much crack. That's maybe possible. a, li- maybe a little maybe a little bit of cracked, that. To be honest. Maybe
0: maybe he's hitting he's maybe he's hitting the good old Griselda special. I don't That's know. It. it could very I don't well be know. that it could very but, well be uh, that. He needs to say no to yes this season. Okay. <laughs> he needs to tune into every reference. game season live and post game season live. That's right. Because in 2024. We got you covered there too. And just, he needs to stop. Okay, this, this, this is asinine. And you say for those who say that he isn't tough, you know why he put that in there? Because he knows that that's the argument. Yeah, he is not tough. He does not hold players accountable. Don't tell us that we don't know what's going on behind closed doors because we do. And you know how we? You know how we do? It's really easy to tell because the next day they come out and do the same shit over and over again. Because I like always, Pete has been saying for years, go ahead, yeah. this is the this is. The unprepared team. The sloppy Yankees. The sloppy Yankees from 2018. All yep. right? It's been year after year. How are you going to sit there and tell fans, oh, you don't know what happens behind closed the, the hell we don't. If you they come it. out and do the same shit every day, what there are we supposed go. to believe?
1: Francis, because- I say this all the time, bro. I say it all I say it all the time. I go, God, how do I know it? Okay, let me tell you. <laughs> I got a brain, a fucking eyes, and ears. Exactly. That's how I tell you how I know. You
0: got your five senses. That's how you know. That's that. how you know. That's are you watching? You are you watching the games? When I see things like this, it's like, are you watching the games? Do you? They're are not. Do, you, do they sit there and they listen? These are these. That's the kind of fan. And I'm not just going to. It's not to dog pile on him. There's a couple people who agree with this shit out there. And, and, and and more than it, they should
1: be, to be honest. It's keeping it real.
0: It shocks me because it's like you, you sit there and, and you, you hear the shit going on in those pressers and, and you believe it. Like yeah. you think that oh no we're right there it's right in front of us he hits a table and that gets you that gets you going like, <laughs> it does they believe you go- that shit you believe that the shit? day he did it i go
1: but let's see does he then he goes into the locker room and he serves cookies and he sits crisscross applesauce oh. and does a fucking kumbaya on the guitar i'm that's sorry that's what he does i mean <laughs> look here, here's the thing man this this is as simple as this and i'm gonna continue to say this and say this and say this and say this, and say this. Aaron Boone is probably a sweetheart of a guy. I've said this many times. He's probably that guy you hang out with your friends, and Mm -hmm. after three beers, he starts doing impressions, and you're cracking the fuck up. He's probably a fun guy to be around. He's probably very easy to go, yeah, invite Aaron over. Invite Aaron out with us. He's one of those dudes just like, you know what? He does make the time out fun. He's a fun guy to be around.
0: Cool. You want to have a beer with him.
1: Bingo. No. I'd have a, I'd, I would love to sit down and talk with Aaron Boone over a couple Hell of years and just Hell ask him yeah. about what's happened. Here's the problem. Aaron Boone is not the right manager for the New York Yankees. And look, when Francis says things like this, which I give him credit for because he's the first person I heard say this, unfortunately for the Yankees, they have to win in spite of Aaron Boone. And that is factual. It's fact.
0: We talked. Me is. and
1: Kev talked about this yesterday. When the Yankees went to the ALCS and was one game away from the World Series in 2017, they got rid of Girardi, but they also mm-hmm. got rid of a shit ton of good baseball people. Yes, they and did. were like, we're going to go a different route. They also bring in Giancarlo Stanton and the team sucked ass. They haven't yeah. come close again to really doing what they did that year. It was the wrong move to make. Was Girardi the guy anymore? Maybe not. Should they have moved on? Possibly so. Fact of the matter is they probably moved on to the wrong guy. And if you think it's only me, go back to the quotes that were out there from guys like Brendan Cuddy, from people in the Yankees organization, who said they're shocked that Aaron Boone has not caught on as quick as they expected he would, that he needs to be tougher. I'm not making it up. Francis isn't making it up. You guys aren't making it up. It's coming from the organization.
0: It just came from the organization this going into this offseason, Pete. Boom. What was That's right. What was the conversation? Oh, we're going to we're going to possibly bring in somebody to maybe play the bad cop to Boone's good cop. And again, there's a lot of people who are okay with that also and think that we're just being hyperbolic, we're overreacting. I don't think that we are like as a manager, you Not are the all. captain of the ship. I don't like Pete is not gonna say, yeah, you know, bring somebody in to help me steer NYYU to the top because no. maybe no, he's the captain of the ship. If you can't steer, then don't captain, bro. Like that's what that's right. what that's what if you're Aaron Boone and it's like, no, we're just gonna bring in a, a bad cop to kind of help you out. No, 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 no. You be the bad cop. You be the good cop and the bad cop, okay? Cause yep. when Joe Torre had to be the good cop and the bad cop sometimes, he did it. Now, did don't it. get me wrong. He had his enforcers in the clubhouse, Correct. as did Girardi. Aside yeah. from that, but when they had to do it themselves, they would do it. It wasn't. It wasn't a conversation of, "Damn, but like you know, if I go and I talk to this guy, like, am I gonna get invited to the barbecue? I don't know. Like, you know what I mean?" Mm, and it's like, right. we're not. You know, listen. I don't claim to know what kind of person Boone is exactly like, and and what right. he's doing. But it's like we're just speaking off of what we see. You're talking, to, you're mm. talking, to, you got two guys here on this podcast that just, this is what we do. Like, whether we do the content or not, we're going to be watching these Yankee games, right? Because we're sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, we yeah. got the disease. We have yeah. the disease. We're going to watch it.
1: I'm obsessed <laughs> with the, I tell people all the time, I'm obsessed with them. I'm obsessed we're gonna, with the to We're going
0: we're gonna to watch it. So this is what we're seeing. We're seeing a guy who, yeah, he looks like a guy that the players are really cool around, really comfortable around. Like, he doesn't walk into the room and people tense up or whatever. And maybe, you know, we're living in a generation where they're telling you that, that's what a leader should look like. But I don't come from that generation. He yeah, doesn't, come that generation. Doesn't. Boom, <laughs> doesn't come from that generation. Boone doesn't. Guess what? Boone, thank you. Boone doesn't come from that generation. Okay, we heard right. Derek Jeter say it in his documentary. This is Derek. Come on, Jeter. man. You're going to get me hyped now. This Where is the fuck is Derek-
1: Come here, G. <laughs> He's like, I go ahead. Get get for the, no, no, get it, He's like, gang. this is
0: Derek Sanderson Jeter saying, Mr. T. When Mr. T walked into the room, you know, everybody, you know, you sat up straight, you caught whatever. This is a Hall of Famer who should have been a unanimous Hall of Famer saying that when his manager walked in the room, you stood up straight, you put your chin up, all of that, whatever, out of respect for the the, the respect that he commanded when he walked mm-hmm. into a room. It wasn't, yeah, you know, me and Miss you know, me and Joe, we used to go out for beers after the game and talk about <laughs> i'm talking i look really quick at the screen and i just see genus head bobbing. yeah he knows he's telling you he knows come on i'm happy man. you brought up gene i'm fu-
1: i'm happy man it, it just gets me it gets my blood boiling to what this team was exactly how does gene and these guys notice i it I mean it drives me mad because the crazy thing is it's like oh you guys want him to be an asshole no no you no, don't know i don't want him to come no. out and go hey you know This is the last—I'm telling the media today, this is the last time Glaber Torres is going to put his head down and not run. He's done. Yeah. I don't want that. You know what I want to see, Francis? I want to see in between an inning, he goes, oh, look, wow, they're having a conversation. He might play the rest of that game, but tomorrow he's sitting down.
0: Exactly. And we don't don't necessarily hear nothing. I don't know if you caught—I don't know if you caught on to what Pete said. But what happens behind closed doors there— we don't necessarily hear it. All we oh. notice is the next day, said player, not in the lineup. We can oh. speculate. Oh, we like can imagine. <laughs> but there was accountability. And that's the point that I was making. What the Yankees, w- what they were. What they were. That's where we come from. What else, You know what else they were back then? Winners. They were winning. Yeah, That was a winning formula. Yeah. Now today, we have to look at, you know, Brian Cashman and Cole, like, put these teams together and stuff like that and put Aaron Boone at the helm and push a different philosophy than we're used to and this different philosophy has yet to be proven a winner but yet we're constantly told well you know Boone's won a, he won 103 games and he won this and he won that what is that where's the trophy for that i didn't mm-hmm. do, I, was there a parade did i miss it like yep <laughs> why am i supposed to celebrate an 100 win season like when i Michael K I, says that it's just like that that that's the unbelievable one for me. that one it's unbelievable kills me. the I have a thing.
1: I have something I, I want to share we got a super chat here real quickly NY Executioner says hey Pete hope all is good i was just wondering do you think the Yankees get Snell ps i thank the lord for making me a yankee fan let's go brother i'm i'm right there with you fam fam huh. i think it look man I, I i i know i'm hard pressed to say yes cuz i do kind of feel like they're over but I, I just feel like if, if something continues to go, like Francis said, we're 10 days away from spring training, yeah. maybe he kind of steps up the board and goes, hey, look, I just want to play on a winning team this year. I feel good. I'm going to take my chances. Kind of the way Judge did. I, I'm going to go yeah. out there. And let's be honest, if he has a good year again, he's going to get paid. He's, I For think sure. people are just a little concerned about some things, but he's going to get paid. He's not overly old. No. We've seen what some of these older pitchers get that have good years. He's gonna he can, get his money. He can get right. paid. But yeah, I wanna talk about this because this goes back to I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm sorry that I gotta bring up a story that's happened in the past, but I gotta do it with Aaron Boone. Uh first I gotta play this. Cause this you might think I'm insane.
0: Maybe I am insane.
1: Maybe I am
0: insane. And maybe
1: it's time for you to find out how insane <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> Macho King, where you at? This is how insane I might just be. So last year, right? You guys know. the, The one thing I love about YouTube is you can clown on Pete. You could go back to Pete's videos and go, Pete, remember when you said this? And I'd be like, yeah, that was fucking wrong. You're right. It was very wrong. You can do that stuff on YouTube, right? You don't hide. You're here. You see my face. I'm right here with you guys. So last year, there was that moment, if you guys remember, where Aaron Boone apparently benched. Quote-unquote, benched Josh Donaldson. You remember mm. this, Francis? You remember this? I do remember Chat, this. you guys remember this. So there's a couple of these nerds out there on Twitter that don't watch games, they, they, look at, they look at a box score and the thing and they just, okay, um, he had a good game today, but those uh, two ground outs should have been singles. That's the type <laughs> of shit they do. They decided now's a good time to prove to Pete he holds guys accountable. I said, well, I mean, you're not wrong because, you know, he benched somebody. Aaron Boone, the same day, comes out and talks to the media and goes, everything is okay. I told Josh, we think you're great and you're going to be out there again very soon. Hmm. And then I was able to go, oh, 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 come again? (laughs) Come again? What's the accountability there, my friends? My little nerds, what's the accountability there? Can we go over it? To the fact, Francis, the player said, I'm not going out for BP. We're going to talk in a room together. Everybody's like, oh, my God, they're they're talking still. Boone comes out and just goes, everything's good. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Nobody's benched. He's just going to take a couple of days off. He's going to be very productive. Fuck you. (laughs)
0: Listen, I'm glad you brought that up, though, because like I was, I was almost, I was almost forgetting about that, that good old tale. But that's a, that's a very, very good cautionary tale, to respond to that tweet that we just saw because that proves, one thousand percent, who Aaron Boone is beyond any shred of a reasonable doubt. You understand? He couldn't live, with people thinking, that he, had a hard talking to Josh Donaldson. Which is why he came out and lied and said, oh, everything's okay. Everything's yeah. good. You know what I mean? When, yeah. that, that's who he is. Yeah. That's the guy who he is. He <clears throat> wants to be liked. He wants to be loved universally in the clubhouse by fans, by everything. Here's the thing, though. That's not possible. We don't live in a world where you can be universally like you see the difference between us here at NYU and other places. Right. And you guys know this. You're in the chat. Damn near 370 or whatever. Plus, you guys know this. That's why you're here right now. Smack it or like you hit it. Or we know that we're not everybody's cup of tea. But guess what? We ain't trying to be everybody's cup of tea. All right. Oh, we're more like true. a cup of we're more like a stiff whiskey or your 20th rum and coke. If it's Pete, or- you know what I mean? That's us. Or a cup of coffee in the big time, yeah. Exactly, with a little
1: sambuca in it. That's you know it. what I'm you saying? Spice that, up that coffee. That's that's
0: it. that's who we are. We know that we're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. We're not trying to be. We're just trying to be who we are. Some days people are going to love us. Other days people are going to hate us. But guess what? Both days we wake up, we got air in our lungs, and we getting paid, baby. So that's all that's, that matters. Boone needs to understand. You're not gonna be loved by every last guy in that clubhouse, and if you're doing your job properly, that's gonna be the result. If yeah. everybody likes you, something's wrong. Yeah, something's wrong. You can't be good with everybody. You understand? It's, it's just this. It's and this is a this is a life lesson I'm spitting at this point. This is not even just baseball. It's a life say, lesson for everybody you, who you doesn't speak know this. Say it louder for Yo, people
1: in the back who haven't heard this in a you're minute. Saying,
0: you can't. Be good with everybody. It just life just doesn't work like that. And the sooner you understand that, the better off you will be. For yep. our for our all intents and purposes here, we're talking about baseball. For Boone, he has to understand that some days, yep. glaber Torres is going to go in the corner and pout, and he's going to go on Instagram and post a couple words. Oh yep. well, so be it. Yeah, field your position better, buddy, and we won't have to have these talks. All right, it's it that is easy. That, that's all it is. Play baseball. Yeah. And I don't look, think Joe Tory was, was, was going over the top. To I just think he was telling guys, do what you want to do. The truth.
1: That's simple. Come on, man. You're here to play ball. You're not here to do nothing else. You're here to play ball. That's what we're talking you know, about. You, um, you know, we, this is something we've talked about a whole lot is we also support. One thing I don't want people to get confused by, we support Aaron Boone. Every you damn to, year yeah. I sit there and go, maybe this is the year where he's going to go out in a shield and say enough is enough. Like, I'm not going to go out this way. Yeah, maybe that's the case. Maybe that's what's gonna happen. And look, I would be the first person jumping up and down, celebrating that Boone is the manager that we hoped he'd be this year. Of course, he's showing it of this course. year. He's acting different. He's talking different. I like that. I dislike this. I'm gonna call it down the middle all the time. I've done it last year with him during the beginning of the year. I said I think there w- might have been this year or the previous year, I think, it was, I think it was this coming season, when he sat Glaber like three games in a row and no, didn't mention anything. And it was, like, it was like the first month or month and a half of the year. And he, and he sat him down 22. a couple of games. It might have been, been 22. might have been
0: 2022, yeah.
1: But I remember calling these things out and going, look, that's good. That's a good thing. But, yeah. you know, maybe we'll never see it with Boone. And look, at the end of the day, maybe he's not the guy. Maybe he's not the guy meant to lead this charge. He's also the first Yankee manager in five years not to take the team to the chip, you know? And, and yeah, is that hard? Is modern baseball a little bit tougher and more competitive? Yeah, it is. But as, as to kind of revamp everything and kind of go come full circle here, I don't think they're a world series caliber team in, in, in a few areas. I think the management yeah. is one. I think the coaching yeah. staff is one. I'll yep. be honest. They got Casey, and I liked it. I liked Sean I liked Casey. I
0: liked Casey, too. Yeah.
1: You know? Th- then you come out of here to things that, oh, my God, what was it again? The young guys didn't understand him well. Uh, blah, blah, blah. What the? F- what are we doing? Like, this is the same thing they said about Girardi. A- yeah. And Tony Payne and these guys, oh, they were too tough on the young guys, and we felt they were so good, this team, they just had to play under somebody who let them let him be. And what happened? All those guys diminished. Their value, besides Judge, they've all diminished.
0: Yeah, but it goes to show you that Judge was never really a product of what was what was being you know, taught to him in a sense coming up. A judge was, is, is, was, and is one of those special talents, yeah. as is Juan Soto, as is Garrett Cole. But when we talk about coaching and, you know, manager and stuff like that, we're not talking about it for guys like Judge, Cole, and Soto. Right. No, right. we're, we're, talking about, we're talking about your Anthony Volpes. We're talking about your Austin Wells. We're talking about your Jason Dominguez. We're talking about your Spencer Joneses. We're, ta- we're talking about your Marcus Stroman's who are now in the fold, your Carlos Rodon's mm-hmm. who are now in the fold. Very talented players. Some are brand new to the majors. Some have been around the block a couple times. But for whatever reason, they need to be managed. They need to be coached. There is some aspect of their game that needs guidance. When it comes to those Bingo. guys, you need somebody at the helm who knows what to do with those players. It might not always be the manager, because it wasn't always the manager with Tori, and it wasn't always the manager with Girardi. They had a full staff, of guys where people could go. But what happened, and you said it, you know, eloquently before, when they got rid of Girardi, I mean, it, it, people started dropping like flies. Tony Pena yeah. disappeared, like people, you know, guys who were here, who players could go to. Tony Pena is a guy that, you know, We you guys spoke about yesterday. I was really happy, and, and we've been talking about him for years. Tony Pena is a guy that meant a lot to the Yankee organization because right. what he was able to do, not just with Dominican players. It, w- it was, you know, Hispanic players from all countries and stuff like that. He was a guy that was very relatable to them because he knew the struggle. He knew their struggle mm-hmm. in a way that a lot of coaches maybe don't. Like a guy like Aaron Boone, for instance, right? Maybe it is hard for him to cross that bridge to a Glaber Torres hmm. because Glaber might look at him and say, I mean, it's, it's me and this guy come from different worlds or whatever. Not Tony right. Pena. Not
1: he Tony can't, Pena, no. Glaber
0: wouldn't be able to do that shit with Tony Pena because Tony will all. sit at him and look at him and say, Listen, buddy, whatever you went through, I went through the same shit. So, like, get over it. All right. Yeah. We're here now. You're making millions. Field the damn ball. Run the yeah. ground out, out. I don't give a damn. Like, it's over. That's done. But if Boone says that to him, yeah, it might be taking a different way if you're Glaber, but guess what? The same thing goes for a guy like maybe, a, you know, a, a Carlos Rodon who's like, yeah, I didn't, I'm didn't, i not coming from that. I grew up here, whatever, like that. Give me somebody from here who's, you know, going to talk to me the way I need to be spoken to. We saw it last year. So I know I said Carlos Rodon, and maybe some people were like, I mean, Rodon, does he need to be coached? When hmm. you saw what he did to Matt Blake at the end of the season, I mean, yeah, he needs to be t- spoken to. That's not okay. No, I called it out in in the thing, man. I mean, and
1: look, everybody knows how much I love this dude. And look, I'm that type of guy. You know, I'm that type of guy. If if, if you hear me talk to you, it's because I love you. You know what I mean? It's that simple. If I got to have a conversation with you, that's the reason why. But it's the same thing on a ball club. It's the same thing on a ball club. When Carlos Rodon went out there and he basically turned his back to the pitching coach. Me yeah. as the manager, I'd come out there and go get the fuck in the clubhouse. You're done. Get, me. get out of here. Go. Get in the clubhouse. We don't do that shit here. Derek, J- going yeah. back to Jeep. Yeah. I think it was David Wells or somebody said it that one time when Wells threw his hands up and Jeep was like, bro, we don't do this here. That, yeah. does, that does not happen with the Yankees. We don't do it. Gary it Sheffield a mis- said misplay. it recently. Yep. Mm-hmm. They, before a new player came on, they talked to them before and then was the guy. And he would say, here's how we act here. Previous stuff you've done, we don't do it on this team. Yeah. I don't know if that's happening in the Yankee clubhouse currently
0: doesn't feel like it. it doesn't feel like it bro, and again it's it's not again and even <laughs> that right like that let's let's call a spade a spade here like that doesn't just fall on uh Boone as the manager. it also Correct. falls on you know the players. We have a captain mm-hmm. in that dugout. we're not walking around with with a captainless team, judges that guy, but Again, this was one of my reservations when when he was made captain. I've heard, you know, you and a couple others speak about it. We love Aaron Judge. Let's let's get that out of the way. We love Aaron Judge. What Aaron Judge does on the field, I mean, listen, there's... I mean, you can't say enough good things about it because Mm -hmm. of the talent that he is. He's fucking amazing. Now, as a leader in the clubhouse, I still think that the jury is out, not just because we haven't been to a World Series with him or let alone won one. It's just that some of the things that we see going on don't seem representative of a captain who's, you know, getting in guys' faces a little bit and saying, "Yo, you got to calm that down." Like, it is a new era. Social media is a big thing. I understand people are more, you know, conscious of their image now and stuff like yeah. that. But there are moments where you can kick the media out of the clubhouse if you have to. We've I'm heard about ahead. it plenty of we've times. Done heard...
1: Michael K. happened to K. Yeah, it,
0: we've back we've back heard about day. this. These are things that have happened. I mean, just as recently as this season, I think it was. The, the, I was watching a. I was watching a Braves game late or whatever, and it was sad that yeah, they they had their media availability, but it was like hurried because the players wanted to have like a talk. So it was like a quick thing. They they didn't get much from the players, and that was it. They were rushed out of the room because the players wanted yeah. to talk. What did they speak about? Nobody knows. But somebody somewhere on that team was like, "Yeah, we got to get some shit clear really quick." Yeah. We we don't we don't feel like we don't feel like that happens. We're not saying right. for a fact it doesn't happen, but we just don't feel like it's happening. And with we, we, judge there. It's like. Hey, man, you're the captain now. You're going into year two of this uh, captaincy. Yep. Let's, uh, let's start pulling guys aside and you know saying, hey, like uh, we don't do things like this here. And if you need pointers because you're not sure how to do it or whatever, Jeter's around now. He's of course. back around. He's no longer yeah. with the Marlins. He's back around the Yankee organization. Use him. That is Derek Jeter. He's right there. That's right. That's a Yankee living royalty
1: for for many, many years that you have them at your disposal, if anything. So we do got a couple of Super Chats to get to our guy, Jeff J. says, watching you all. Oh, this is interesting. On the Apple Vision Pro. Wow. Okay. Since my wife thinks the Grammys are more important than NYU. Holy shit. Mm, Well, I say no. Thank you, Jeff. (laughs) And put on them funky goggles to hang with my people, mi gente. Smacky to Likey, get me to Snelly. I like that. Smacky feels to Likey, like he, get me to Snelly. I like Jeff,
0: Jeff probably feels like he's in the room with us right now with them with them goggles.
1: It, it could be Jeff What is this? Ah! What does that do? Is that like did I just like make you jump out of your seat? I want to put that, your hand there. like <laughs> Yeah, is it like 3D or something? Ah! I was squirt. I was about to say, let me just spit water. I was like, why the fuck would I damage all my shit? Uh Max with the super chest has been working like a madman. Nice to relax and see the boys again. Where do I get that Soto hat? <laughs> hey. You must ask. Hey, hey. <laughs> Well, there's a site called nyyunderground.com, my guy. This is, uh, I got to be happy. This is my creation. <laughs> oh, yes, nice. it is. So go to nyyunderground. Nice. Underground. The beautiful, lovely, wonderful fiance just went ahead and
0: there it threw it
1: right in there for you guys. Go on, enjoy it, baby. Go on and enjoy it. Buy it. Love it. Hug it. Please it. Tease it. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> David Even. says, "Hello, gang. God bless everyone." I give Cashman a strong B plus. Yamamoto was a bust, but one more arm and a closer, and it's an A. That's a lot to ask for these last couple of weeks. Uh, L.A. Dodgers, Yankees, World Series is a must. I don't. I don't want to be an ass, but I almost oh. feel like neither one <laughs> of those teams are going to be in the World
0: Series. It's, and I hate saying
1: I don't want to be. Bro. I don't want to. I don't want to be an ass. I love the Yankees. I pray the Yankees are unbelievable. I want to call a good year. I want to call a World Series with the Yankees in it. Of course. But you know how to shoot. Who? who it's it's not easy. We'll see.
0: I I have the itch to go to a World Series game like you freaking people wouldn't believe, bro. But I it's should like, be at a
1: World. I'll go nuts. Holy yeah, not nah, weird. I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed.
0: I'd be so wired. I, I mean, by the sixth or seventh inning, I mean they'd have to check my pulse or something. It'd be bad. <laughs> it would be bad, but good in a very good way but i'm with you i don't know i mean it's it seems it's one of those things like it's like yeah right like it's too good to be true you're not gonna get you're gonna get the dodgers and i know baseball would love it i know oh my god who would i know we would manfred i know manfred dreams about it every freaking night the possibility because you know the money that that would make mm-hmm. i mean this season too on top of that juan soto yeah. aaron judge otani mookie Betts, all these guys i mean freddie freeman that's I mean, it doesn't get more star, star power than power, that,
1: man. All star international star Forget power, it. by yeah, the way, I too. Mean, so you
0: got Japan locked in, you got DR, the DR locked in, you got, yeah. I mean, that would be. But yeah, I agree with you. I, I just I don't see us getting that this year. But hell, if we yeah. do, you're not going to find two happier guys than the guys you're looking at right now. I tell nah, you
1: 100 percent, man, that would be absolutely unreal. And look, you know, you know, uh, you know, we're not saying any of this to, you know, we don't want it to come across as being negative at the end of the day. Games got to be played on the field. The Yankees yeah. could be a very, very good team this year. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Um, they obviously got some things they got to work on. Um, the pitching has to be somewhat healthy. They got to take the ball. You know, Carlos Rodon has to be Carlos Rodon a bit. Um, Marcus Stroman, got to be Stroman. Is he going to be healthy? Is he more that second-half guy, more that first-half guy? I tend to believe that one thing about Marcus Stroman is – The guy's always kept himself in phenomenal shape. You know, guys like that, that stretch a lot, that are flexible. You know, you tend to feel that they could bounce back maybe a little easier. That's always the concern with Stanton, right? It kind of seems like he's a stiff.
0: Yeah, he's not pliable. Yeah, yeah,
1: are you going to be able to kind of be that guy? But there's there's a lot of questions again. And and don't get me wrong. When I say that, I'm not saying there's no questions about the Baltimore Orioles. Those guys got to repeat what they've done. They won 101 games. They added a great pitcher. But they have to repeat what they've done. The the Rays got questions. You know, the Jays got questions. The Yankees do. Forget about the Red Sox. They got a shit ton of questions. <laughs> so, you know, I even think the Astros have questions. The oh, Dodgers sure. got questions. You know, is, yeah. is Otani going to be Otani? Is he going to live up to the deal? Is Yamamoto yeah. going to be the same guy? I tend to believe he will be. But everybody has questions. You know, the Yankees have some scary ones. But at the end of the day, it's got to be played on the field. And they aren't set up very poor. No. They're set up in a pretty good way right now. Can they get better before the year? It'll be nice. But well, we'll see. Yeah.
0: Look, bottom line for me, going into 2024, I feel a hell of a lot better than I did going into last season. A hell of a lot better.
1: No question. No it's, question about it's it.
0: Night, it's night and
1: Especially day. on the offense side. Yeah. On the offense side, more than anything, I feel a whole yeah. lot better.
0: This feels like an offense that is not going to, you know, sleep for the first four or five innings. Mm-hmm. Or if they come out hot, go to sleep after the first four or five innings. Like, this feels like an offense that's going to give opposing pitchers a very long day every time out. And that is – that's something special. That is what we've seen from teams that have found success recently, you know, like the Phillies, like the the Braves, you know – The Dodgers, for that matter, Uh, you know, these these are teams that put out lineups that just they're just every single day. They don't quit. And so the guy who's out there on the mound has to work every single inning. Those Mm. teams tend to win a lot of games because it's very hard to be perfect to every guy in the box. It's just it's it's hard. I mean, every pitcher, a starting pitcher will tell you they look for those lanes where they can kind of dial it back a notch. If you have a lineup that's deep one through nine. And and a pitcher can't dial it back a notch at some point. At one point or another, he's gonna give up a, a mistake. Yeah. And we it seems that we put a lineup together that's gonna be able to capitalize off of those mistakes. It seems like we have a bullpen that's gonna be able to come in and protect a couple leads. The issue with me <laughs> is, is is what we've been saying. Do we have that do we have that rotation that's yeah. gonna be able to hand that ball over day in and day out to the bullpen? That's you know, right. with the lead still intact exact consistently.
1: Yeah. That's the big Wanna, word. Consistently. So you, you just mentioned how much better the lineup is. I got a question that I want to ask you, and I want to ask mm. the chat. So, guys, mm. let me know after I say this. What do you think? Do you believe that this is the best lefty righty, righty, lefty combo of Soto and Judge, Judge and Soto, however they do it since Poppy and Manny?
0: I'm gonna say yes. Uh I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes. I feel like you got, I mean, you know, we got the conversation. Be, right? It's gotta be. It's we had the conversation. You guys had it yesterday. I spoke with people in the chat mm. about it yesterday. I don't I mean, guys, it's 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 Aaron freaking judge. To me, when healthy, I don't I don't think there's a better hitter in baseball there's not, there's than not. Aaron Judge. I don't care what anybody today. says. There's okay? not okay, there's not. When you go from Aaron Judge to the next best hitter in baseball, there's arguments. But I personally believe that that next best hitter is Juan Soto. It just so happens that one of them is a righty. The next one is a lefty. Both of them will be in this lineup. That is ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. I mean, Manny Manny was a phenomenal player, a very freaking scary guy to freaking have to face coming up. Hell yeah. We dealt with that shit a lot. And then Hell Big Papi yeah. on deck. I mean, it was nuts. I mean Juan Soto and that on base percentage and Aaron Judge and that power and that discipline and this, yeah, it's gonna be a long fucking day. I don't and, I, and they they have they have an opportunity to be something historic. I I one hundred percent believe that. I just wanted to do this real quick just to show. There's Soto, as oh. Judge, Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> there's Soto, <laughs> and there's Judge. Jeez. Please. So I mean, you're you're really looking at. Something extremely special. Good luck. I mean, th- this could be something very, very special. And I'll be honest with you, I don't, I don't care about the juicing shit. I don't care about the steroids. I don't care about that when they talk about Manny and Poppy. I don't care about that. No. The end of the day, those two guys back to back. As a Yankee fan, and I'm open to admit it. I said it back then. I'll say it now. Made you shit your pants. You had yeah. to wear the pens when you watch those games. because, <laughs> like, at some point, I'm going to shit myself. There's no doubt so, about it. It's going to happen. This game is brought to you
0: by the pens.
1: <laughs> brought to you by the pens. Strap them on. You're going to make an accident. That's yeah. exactly what the tagline was, and that's yep. how it is. But looking at it now with the Yankees, yeah, okay, we have our concerns about who the leadoff hitter could be. Is it Should it be DJ? Who knows? Whatever. But you look at the 2-3. It's not going to be a 3-4. It'll be the 2-3. And if it's Judge and Soto and that's the way they go about it, which is the way I originally wanted it, because mm-hmm. that on base percentage for Aaron Judge, I feel like is the way it should be. Yep. But holy hell, man, that that is something that is gonna be spectacular to watch every year because you got to assume that the Yankees are gonna be off to a lot of one nothing leads, two nothing leads, three nothing leads, you know, early in games. And these guys are gonna be very hard to get to every time. Mind you, another thing about both of these guys, Aaron Judge and Soto, in the last couple of years, correct me if I'm wrong on this, chat, mm. because I don't think I am. I think Judge has stepped up big in this area. They're some of the best hitters in baseball late in games.
0: Clutch, yeah.
1: Am I wrong about that? I think Judge changed that. He's become that. Soto's always been that. He's always been very yeah. clutch.
0: No, the last couple of years has been Judge kind of answering that bell, right. at, least in the, at least in the regular season. Right. Um, Judge has definitely changed that narrative in terms of like what he's been able to do late in games. But again, you know, Soto's always been that guy. We can put him aside there. Mm. Judge was a guy that didn't necessarily, you know, have the best protection early in early in his career coming right. up. You know, not a lot of lefties in the lineup to hit before him or behind him. Who was the last protection
1: when he hit sixty-two? What was it? Stan? I mean, Rizzo. Or Rizzo. Rizzo. Most Rizzo, of the year, right?
0: Rizzo. Yeah, Rizzo most of the year. Yeah. But imagine, right? Like. That's when that's when things started shifting and you brought in Rizzo and the Gallows and stuff like that. You brought in some lefties to balance it out. And it wasn't even the best lefties out there. But Rizzo's a pretty damn good lefty when healthy. And that's what that's what the result was. Now you brought in Juan Soto. This is not just a pretty good lefty. I think he's the best left handed hitter in baseball, all around complete hitter. I'm not saying he's the best left-handed power guy. I'm not saying he's the best left-handed average guy. I'm saying all-around complete hitter. Look at that. Look at that page. There's nobody better. And, There's nobody and better.
1: I got to shout out my brother, The Great Dane, because, man, he's right. Dominguez, Soto, and Judge for the next 10-plus years, bro. Sign me the fuck oh, up. I know. Man. I know. I get it, Judge 10. You know, I, you guys know what I mean. Multiple, yeah. multiple years to come. Holy friggin' shit, man. You sign me up for that, crazy. bro. Think about Absolutely this too, Francis. Crazy. Switch lefty-righty. I mean, that's everything Ugh. you'd want. That that is that that gets me friggin' going like you can't it's imagine. A that to me it's is a dream. baseball, baby. It's a that dream. to me is baseball. But guys, we're going to get ready to wrap it up. Before you go, before you go, I got a couple of announcements I want to make. Oh, yeah. We got a large audience here. You guys know we talk a real lot about our events we have at Yankee Stadium. The last event we had planned was September 23rd last year. It got rained out. Everybody who bought tickets, mind you, was 115 people. Those Mm -hmm. tickets got transferred over to our new date. That is April 20th of this year against the Tampa Bay Rays. One o'clock game in the Audi Club at Yankee Stadium. Tickets will be on sale this coming week. That is what I've been told by the Yanks. Um, Could be as early as tomorrow. Could be as late as Friday. But I am expecting it to be next week. Here's the big nugget out of all of this. 43 tickets is all we have because we have sold out. The Audi club cannot go more than what they've given us. That is it. 43 tickets. I know a lot of you have already kind of made flight plans. You need to book these things fast. We do have a couple of some people who can't make it last year um, that aren't going to make it this time that are willing to sell their tickets. So I got a couple of those on reserve That we're going to work with. But again. I'm just letting everybody know. If you want to go to the event. Do not procrastinate. They are going to go. 43 is nothing. We've done 20 tickets sold in a day. They are going to go. Very very quick. And I asked. If we sell these out quick. Can we get more? The answer is no. Cannot get no more. There's no possibility. There will be no tickets remaining. Once I have it. You guys will have it just about every day. It'll be on Twitter. It'll be all over social media. Get it while you can, because they will not last. I'm telling you right now, they will not last. Francis knows.
0: Yeah, no, you guys, and and listen, you don't want to miss an NYYU event. There is nothing under the sun like an NYYU event. We are not, you know, the kind of people where you come and it's like, oh, you're not even going to be able to, you know, talk and hang. No, no, no. We're all gonna be there and we want to chill and hang out with you guys we want to have a beer with you guys we want to watch the game with you guys we want to take the pictures Pictures, we want to have a good time like you don't want to miss it you don't want to miss it these these are absolutely phenomenal chances for us to to really build you know build with you guys i mean we, we we see you virtually every week but i mean to get you know to get there and and have a good you know conversation and just chill in person there's nothing like it and you could talk to any of the people in the chat you know the regulars who are here all the time they'll tell you there's nothing like it trust me you don't want to miss it april 20th be there make sure if you don't have a ticket already make sure you're one of those 40 something that we got left because we we oh, wanted yeah. we want all you to be there but unfortunately it is what it is baby sellouts what you're gonna do what and yeah, you going to do?
1: And, and the, other thing, the other thing, too, that I want you guys to be aware of, Jira's right when she just said this. We already got about 15 people that we know are buying basically on day one. So they're yeah. going to go really quick. And Hirsch, it's, it's, Hirsch says, you get to meet the boss, nothing better. No, you get to meet everybody in this community, all of you all <laughs> together. Hirsch, look at the relationship with you and Medina. I mean, that's just you guys meeting each other and, and getting to know each other through NYYU. So many of you have done that. So many people even on Twitter are getting together and be like, oh, you know, we met at the event and we started talking, we became friends and you know, we're doing Twitter spaces and all this fun stuff. The food's amazing guys. It's not hot dogs. It's it's, I'm not shitting on hot dogs. I like me a Frank, but it's not that it's, it's Mm -hmm. veal chops, pasta, pizza, desserts, all the beverages you want. There's a bar right there. that you could go and get yourself a drink whenever you want. It is amazing. It is unreal. I would not look. It's our event. We want people to come. Of course. But I guarantee you the bang for the buck is real. You're gonna love it. The view, phenomenal. You are gonna be in love with the Audi Club when you go. That's one thing the Yankees have done a great job on. You're gonna really enjoy it. Again, too, we got a lot of stuff on the site. Uh NYY Underground, I recommend the new exclusives. Check them out. They're phenomenal. You're gonna love it. We got a super chat. My guy replay up. I can't be mad at Cashman during the offseason. Uh, he made respectable offers to Snell and Yamamoto. My wife and I are hoping to make it to the stadium. Let's go, brother! I hope to see you there. Would and nice. yeah, look, we still gave him a B plus. We still gave him a B plus. Yeah, uh, sure. I think Cashman's done a good job. He's kind of restructured the roster, which we talked about earlier. Go back and rewind it and take a take a look at it. Yep. But Francis, I'll, I'll leave the the final words to you, and then we'll wrap it up.
0: Listen, man. You guys That's already what know she said <laughs> 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 another. Uh, Another classic episode of DS in the books, man, which I already know. You got a big week coming up next weekend, so we won't see you guys on Sunday because of the big game, right. Super Bowl. You know, we got the Bosses Niners. He up against, sure is pretty. Up against the eventual losers in uh, Taylor Swift's team. But uh, after that, we will see you. <laughs> so keep it locked and stay tuned because the next episode will in fact be the best episode.
1: Yeah, and you guys know we will never come whack on a designated Spitters track, baby. Until next time, guys, we out. See you later.
0: Top 10 Radar. Yeah, we on your radar. You never miss, dog, and that's on occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Way too high, ain't coming down, you see me if you looking up I don't really talk too much, so I'm running numbers up Lucky that I'm strolling up, I'm going off, they know what's up Wrist too silly, yeah, numbers crack the billy uh. Yeah, don't need no dilly, I'm too fresh, I feel like really, really, yeah Feel the devils up, this sign I need a million uh. I'm about to take off, and I know that I'm on their radar off.